Oh, well, I said this morning, I feel like I really am Mystic Meg, because Steve does want to talk about this. Hong Kong's biggest train set. It's, it's, it's a thing, isn't it? I it's mean, got some posh engines on that It's one, got some it? posh engines. I mean, sh- shall we just remind ourselves on, about this? This is the, the railway that nobody in Hong Kong asked for, but is being built because China had this Hurrah. great plan of, you know, express railways to everywhere... Um, from one armpit to another before you can blink. So the little bureaucrats here went, oh, we can do that, sir, we can join in, we we can play with you. So they said they would build the Express Railway, which joins... Oh, that's right, there already is an Express Railway. Well, never mind about that. It's going to be an Express Railway because there's already an Express Railway. Yeah. And in fact, if you want to save money and go to Guangzhou, you just hop across the border to Shenzhen for half the price. You get on another Express train. Right. So there's already two options for Express Railway. But no, no, our bureaucrats said, because they are focusing on economic affairs and they're so competent at um, handling it, they said they were going to build this and it would only cost... But even the government's ticked off now. This is well, cracking. No, isn't no, it? but let's let's go to that in a minute. But I mean, they originally said, "Oh, it, it, will, it will cost. It's, it's hardly cost anything. It's just going to be sixty-six point seven billion dollars." Just just have a think about that before you get too um, too dismissive of, of that being a small sum. And then they said in two thousand and fourteen, well, when we said sixty-six point seven, the figure we actually had in mind was seventy-one point five billion. But hey. It's other folks' money. Well, now they're saying, at the last estimate... Oh, incidentally, it should be open by now. Not open, but it should be. That's what the original plan was. Now they're saying, well, when we said 71.5 billion, we're now really saying (laughs) 85.3 billion. And so it goes on. I mean, it's a deep black hole. Now, now you have what you would expect to be having. So clearly the thing's got completely out of control. It's missing all its deadlines. So now you've got the blame game. And up pops Anthony Chung, the, the Secretary for Transport and very, very, very big projects, who says, this is appalling. The MTR, they're a complete bunch of prats. I'm very, very upset. I'm very, very upset. I'm going to be even more upset if anybody tries to blame me. It's not my fault. Not my fault. It's their fault. And the MTR is saying, well, you know, there's been unexpected things. I'm looking for that article as we speak. And and the the, the excuse I like from the MTR best was, it's costing more because it's taking longer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, work that one out. Work that one out. So, I mean, first of all, let's go back to the government, which is saying, oh, MTRC, very, very bad. Well, have they forgotten, or don't they know, that one of the people who sits on the MTRC board is, oh, that's right, it's the Secretary for Transport, Anthony Jung, who apparently has only just discovered this enormous, phenomenal cost overrun. Only just discovered it. Well, was he asleep during board meetings? Did he not look at the board papers? And he isn't the only one, because the government <laughs> remains the major shareholder in the MTRC. I mean, it's allegedly privatised, but grown-ups know that that's, that's just not true. They yeah. just do what the government tells them to do. So, I mean, this is a total farce. I'm not saying the MTRC are full of the most excellent engineers, because really it's a property development company that, that, that runs a railway on Wednesdays and Thursdays when they haven't got anything else to do. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, this project is 
It's not a white elephant. It's a sort of vivid purple-coloured elephant that keeps charging through the forest, breaking stuff. <laughs> Do you reckon, though, that, the, the, you know, this, like, well, we're not happy with it now, says the government. Do you think that's because they're on a tiny bit of a charm offensive after a couple of weeks ago? Well, no, no, because they're new. I mean, you must have heard it. Oh, we're not going to talk about politics. We're only going to talk about livelihood and social issues, which are the things that we're really good at, like managing big projects with other oh, folks' money. Well, that, that, I presume, is an economic matter, isn't it? I don't know. I, I think don't know. it well is. I can assure you it's I, I, I believe it's a political matter because I think the only reason it was ever built in the first place is that they were sucking up to the big boys in Beijing when they had this, this great... You, you know, it's, it's very funny. All dictatorships have a railway ex- obsession. The Soviet Union was famous for its railway obsession. Kim Jong-il was well into... He, he, he was given one by the old Soviets, wasn't he? He was, yeah. he was, he was. And it's a lovely thing. I've actually been on it. The trains run at about 50 kilometres an hour, but, hey, only a pedant would point that out. Harvey reckons that he, he, he survived a typically North Korean assassination attempt because he was on this train and there was an explosion, but it was about half a mile up the road. <laughs> but, 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 you know, when Harvey, people, it can still be done. It still can be done. But, you know, when people talk about something is exponentially more expensive than what exactly does that mean what's going on are contractors saying okay lads let's put up the prices because no, no, we can i think genuinely um what is it the, that makes the, it go the, expensive it, 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 you know these very very large projects to be fair are very difficult to handle and things have happened they have hit construction problems i, I fully accept this i mean on a project this size it's not unusual what is the problem is that of course you've got disconnected government So there's a massive um, labour shortage supply in the construction industry. This isn't a secret. Everybody who can read and write knows about this. And the government says, oh, but that's another department. That's not transport department deals with that. That's employment deals with that. And therefore, that's other folks. So we can't do anything about, for example, bringing in labour. So it's heads and tails not knowing. They they haven't got enough labour. The cost of labour is going up exponentially. They have hit construction problems, but The main thing is that this whole project was conceived in a great rush, great rush, for political reasons, and they didn't plan it properly. So that now, you know, are they called chickens that come home to roost or ducks that come home to lay eggs? I don't know which is the right cliche, but all of those apply. So now all of this is happening. The, the, The project isn't delivering on time because the timescale was never realistic to begin with. The obstacles that should have been identified, given proper planning, have now emerged, as they do. And still, and still, after all this time, nobody in the very wonderful government that we have, who's so economically competent, has actually ever made the economic case for building this wretched thing in the first place. So maybe the only thing that's at fault here was the first announcement. That was wildly inaccurate. Well, so no, perhaps I think the plan. I mean, the whole plan but is... the guys with their sleeves up, they're like, yeah, we know it's going to cost squillions. Well, the MTRC was told, you will build the railway. What, what's your question? No, you will build the railway. Oh, OK, fine. But, I mean... <laughs> it and is now chicken it's and the egg. people who gave them those instructions are turning around and going... Well, that's very bad. But the only reason we're jumping up and down, the people, the people of Hong Kong are jumping up and down, is because they were told a figure that's proved to be wrong. So perhaps that announcement of that figure was the only problem here, that it was always going to cost this much. Maybe that is so. Maybe there was an unrealistic scheduling. Well, not maybe. It was unrealistic because it should be open by now. Was it optimistic to get it through LegCo or something? No, no, no. I think the, 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 the whole point at the time was that, that as ever, and this is... 
I believe, one of the Donald Jung era projects. As Blame ever, the Don. Yeah, uh, uh, who, uh, who, as you know, just yet again has disappeared from public view during the July 1st celebrations. Donald Hoffer. Uh, he's, uh, I'm sure we had a second chief executive in Hong Kong, just can't remember his name. We can't blame the guy, quite frankly, can you? Well, I think, I think it's only fair to blame him because, you know, the, the people in charge don't want to take the blame. The people who are operating the project don't want to take the blame. But it was during his time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it was done purely, purely to brown nose the big boys up in Beijing. There was no need for this project whatsoever. And it's the same while we're on it, because I don't want people to forget, it's the same with the bridge to nowhere that, that will, of course, cost more than projected, will, of course, not be And that one's a cracker, because, on you know, if we, t- if we take that down, it's like, where do we change lanes and where do they change well, lanes? A, 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 and where do you put the customs post? Oh, and by the way, have you yet sorted out the problem of the fact that no Hong Kong person driving a normal car will be allowed on that bridge. Is that right? That's right, because they don't have the permit. They still haven't sorted this out. I bet out. the boys from the other side have the permit. Yes, that's the thing. You, you, you have to have a cross-border licence plate to get on this bridge. And nothing's been done about that system. It's still almost impossible to get. So if anybody thinks... And, you know, you've always got a few deluded people, thinks that once the bridge to nowhere has been constructed, they'll be hopping in their motors, getting on the bridge Off and driving, driver. say, to Macau. <laughs> Didn't oh, we please, have the lovely time? It's just not going to We happen. went to China. <laughs> oh, and they drive on the other side of the road there. Well, those, these are the little things. I yeah. mean, we joke about this, but these little things, it's always the devil and the detail that screws you in the end. Yeah, it's, it, it's more than detail, I think. But I know what you mean. It's more. It, it's the devil in the detail. It's a whacking great big detail i there is no permission to use the bridge it's almost like back in the heady days of railway you know pioneers of railway in the states and they meet in the middle except it's six inches yes. apart i mean it's because like, there's two companies because there's two it. companies yes, doing yes, it yes yeah and that did stuff like that did happen in in the uk when they stopped being british rail remember yeah. and this company wasn't on time yes. because this company and yes. Da, 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 da. yes well of course the privatization of british rail has been an enormous success this is something except that we for if you're a train passenger i know this is something that I think we've missed in Hong Kong, um, or a certain generation has missed in Hong Kong, because certainly if you grew up in England, the hatred about British Rail was just, you couldn't begin to describe it. But people here, they're pretty happy it's with funny, it. It's funny you should say that, because um, there was hatred among commuters, I would oh, say. Oh, gosh, yes. But, but for, for people doing cross-country travel, which is something I did occasionally, I always loved the railways. Because you just get on and go. Just get, and just get on and it's comfortable and you can have one of those enormous British Rail breakfasts as was. I mean, that was all very lovely, actually. But if you want to go from Seven Oaks to London to Bridge... To, yeah, well, <laughs> you're stupid. Why are you living in Seven Oaks? Why are you living in Seven Oaks yeah, in the first yeah. place? It's a, yeah. it's a pertinent question. But these are, these, are, these are problems that people here, thankfully, won't have experienced. No, and people here are used to efficient transportation. Mm. And, and, you know, I mean, having been disparaging about the MTRC, they do run a pretty good little underground. Yeah, I mean, where else in the world? The MTR was three minutes late this morning, headline news. Yes, yes. You ain't seen nothing. I know, I know. I I mean, it always (laughs) amazes me. And and sometimes, you know, there's a ten-minute delay... And, and they, they, they whack reporters down to the station to interview passengers. But, 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 but. But I've had to wait. I'm thinking, join the rest of civilization. You've got it. But if there's a ten-minute delay in Hong Kong, it will domino all over town. Yeah, it 
It will. Just I like there is not, if there's I'm a tiny... I'm not defending yeah, a 10-minute oh, no, delay, but what I'm saying is, by and large, it's a pretty good service. You get a 10-minute delay on the MTR. Within about 15 minutes, there'll be a massive tailback, and yeah. it will be a catastrophe. Yeah. Well, I had a great delay coming here today, and I still can't tell you why it was, but there it's, you go. Have you ever wondered what's at the root of the source of a traffic jam? I've, I, I, you what's know, right at... What, what is it? Usually, usually in my experience, says he, it is... There's been a crash... And the two cars oh, stay in the give middle me money of the thing. road, <laughs> taking photographs, taking numbers. And the idea that two cars that haven't been written off, that they're bashed at the front and bashed at the back, could move to the side and let the other... Until the fuzz comes along, though. Yeah. And then it, you've, it got, about, you've got a ten-minute window to try and get some money off the other guy before yeah. the copper comes. Well, the, and the point is, now, uh, uh, I'm told that you can use a telephone... Did you know this? You can. You can use a telephone to take a moving picture... Of the event. Not on yours, you couldn't. Not on mine. I mean, other chaps have <laughs> to that. Sense, they do still make those... <laughs> but this is, I mean... This... I've got a clockwork one, so mine doesn't do that. But and a lot of telephones, you can do that. Clockwork. So there's no cause for... This is such nonsense. You can take a picture of it, you can take a moving picture of it. Oh, there he's just no been in a traffic jam. There. To, to clog up the road. <laughs> but flip it on its head. This railway, whatever it costs, can you see... Now, be nice here. Something constructive about it. No. OK, fair play, let's get to a tune. We'll be back <laughs> after the news. <laughs> right, it's very nearly 20 minutes to 11, still in with Steve Vines. We want to go on to something else, but first up, good morning to Chris, who writes us an email. I like the suggestion voiced on the radio the other day by the professional comments, I think it was actually, that the project should be abandoned and convert the huge hole in West Kowloon to the world's biggest shopping mall. At least we'll make a profit out of this. <laughs> it's a thought, isn't it? For the first time ever, people are saying, please build a shopping mall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reluctant to join the Build Another Shopping Mall Brigade, but, yeah, maybe you could think of an alternative use. I think the problem with these, this, we're talking about the, 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 the hideous railway thing that isn't going anywhere, is that, you know, they've got that perfect argument, is, you know, we've spent so much money on it already, we might as well spend the other bit. Well, they've passed at the point of no return, I, I suppose. I think they have, unfortunately. I do. But uh, that doesn't make it a better project. It just means let's not... I don't know what it means. I was going to say, let's not waste any more money, but any more money that goes into that project is a waste of money. Well, he brings up a great point as well, because he's talking about a huge hole in West Kowloon, so they're more chicken and egg. The railway can't be built, therefore the concert hall and the theatres and all that can't be built, and they can't be built until the da-da-da. Exactly. Well, maybe... Hey, wait, maybe we should do some natural thinking as we're, we're in creative mode. Maybe some of the West Kowloon cultural venues could go into the hole in the ground. Hey. <laughs> Hey. Not a fan, I'm sure. Con no, but concert halls don't have to be... Um, well, the, I mean, look at what's the, been the big criticism about the cultural centre ever since it's been built. No windows. Yeah. No yeah. light. So take it to its logical conclusion. Just dump it underneath. Yeah. <laughs> dive, dive, you might dive. Have, you might have good sound. I don't know. I don't Fantastic know about sound that. of the trains going... Well, no, there wouldn't be if you're... Anyway, if, if, you've, okay. if you've cut the project, yes. Well, leave it to the experts. Yes, leave it to the experts. They, they're, they're very good at it. Well, and then, then we have, let's, let's bring ourselves up to date with yesterday. Oh, yeah. We have the, uh, what's now become an annual July 1st demonstration, uh, which was much smaller. I mean, significantly smaller, probably at least half the size mm -hmm. of last year. It was boutique. Well, it was boutique, yeah. Bijou, bijou. Bijou. <laughs> it was a bijou yeah. democracy demonstration. That's it. But, I mean, it, it is interesting how far we've got in Hong Kong that when 48,000 people turn out on the streets, which is a very big number, in case anybody doesn't understand numbers. It's a very big number. It's said, oh, this is hardly anybody's taking part. Well, 
You've never seen an anti-democracy demonstration managing to mobilise anything like that number of people. And, in fact, in most cities of the world, which are much bigger than Hong Kong, a demonstration of 48,000 people is is considered to be quite a lot of bodies on the street. But, having said that, you know, Hong Kong should be judged by how it is. Hong Kong has this tradition of very large pro-democracy demonstrations. And I think that those people in the government who are saying, oh, let's put politics behind us, blah, 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 in, in one sense are right, because there is fatigue. Mm-hmm. I think there is fatigue about this. I think people are saying, oh, I can't really be going out on another demonstration. I'm completely fed up. It Plus doesn't it, mean they don't care. It doesn't mean they don't care. And it doesn't mean they won't come out if, and now here we have the, the, the big new looming question, if the government does what Siwai Leung said yesterday it wouldn't do, so I suppose they will do it, is to start messing around with Article 23 legislation, so-called anti-subversion legislation. As we saw in China yesterday, that the, the, the mainland is going to have a new anti-subversion law. Which I thought was, they had all that stuff anyway. Well, I thought they, they could lift they you from do, well, anyway, if you go, stepping on go cracks in court, the pavement. If you go to um, court in a mainland... Um, in a mainland court, yeah. and you're accused of subverting whatever it is you're accused of subverting, you're guilty. And then the evidence is heard afterwards. So, I mean, I don't think they're having problems securing convictions under the existing law. But these new regulations that they are thinking of bringing in, um, as far as, and they're mainly aimed at tidying things up from their point of view on, on, on the internet. Are very, very draconian. The, the religious one's interesting too. Yes, that's true. Although I thought that all of that was covered, but it's, there you it go. It seems to be. This one's just wrapping it up nicely. Yeah. But, you it's, know, it's, lo- it's, it's, it's old stuff, new packaging. Lo- as far as Hong Kong's concerned, I mean, perfect timing. And don't forget, we had a perfect timing. Was it last year, the white paper? That came out a couple of days before July the 1st. It's like. Yeah. I think, I think what, 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 what we're seeing is testing the ground. I mean, the. It's always interesting, and there's no other reason to do this, but it's always interesting to read the two communist newspapers here, Wen Weibao and Da Gongpao, who, who always set the pace for this. Both of them are, including yesterday and today, are calling for new legislation on anti-subversion. Now, party newspapers don't suddenly wake up in the morning and say, oh, I've had a great idea, let's write an article about this. They do that because they're told to do it. They are party newspapers. I mean, they, they do what it says on the tin. They're calling for the legislation. C.Y. Lung claims that there is no such thing in the pipeline at the moment. Who do you believe? What would it do? What would this thing actually do, to your knowledge? Is there anything good about well, it? Well, I think what, what people here obviously fear is, is the diminution of, of civil liberties. Because once you've made a wider definition, and we saw what was planned when, indeed, the first anti-subversion law that was um, curbed by street demonstrations was planned, was to have a much wider definition of what is subversion. Right. And that's that's the problem. I mean, in the statement from the, 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 the new statement, so to speak, that came out of Beijing from the State Council yesterday, they, they talk yet again, and I always love it when they talk about this, of, you know, actions against the Communist Party. They don't mince words over there, and against the People's Democratic Dictatorship. I love those two juxtapositions of words, democratic dictatorship. Uh, they, they, 
you know, these are the words they use. I'm not making it up. These are the precise words that they use. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. And, you you know, when all, all the weasels out here say, oh, you know, uh, uh, Communist Party, we don't... No, no, no. no, we're talking about China. It's nothing to do with the Communist Party. Dictatorship, oh, that, that's a very harsh word. Well, actually, comrades, that's the word that's used. It's, it's, it's not a word that's used... You know, it's not a word used by... <clears throat> I hate to say this thing on air because, you know, we're quite early on the day. It's not a word used just by foreigners. Foreigners? Foreigners. No, foreign influences. Foreign influences. It is actually in the lexicon which is widely used there. So what I think people here fear, and I don't see any reason why they shouldn't fear this, is that you will you will start to have this wide net of activity which at the moment comes under the definition of free speech and civil liberty and is tolerated no longer being tolerated it's it's not um some lucid imaginary fear i think we're going to have a little correction announced soon i, I, I hope so. somebody used the wrong word somebody that's, used that's, the wrong word i mean we're, we're, and see why when he said i wasn't thinking of of any legislation here um because the time isn't right we'll then say gosh i've looked at my watch time is right mm -hmm. When the time is right. When That's the time is right. The foreign influence thing that was, wasn't it? Uh, well, there's many. Oh, 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 you mean when he's going to give details of the foreigners who organised the Occupy movement? Yes, I'm still waiting for that. I think, I mean, I'm curious now. I'd really like to know. <coughs> yeah, well, you know, when you've got a blank sheet of paper, you've got to think of something to put on it. Fantastic. What else has been going on What this else week? has been Not going much. on? Um, I, I notice you aren't in the honours list. No. You, that, that was a bit of a and surprise. More significantly, I noticed you were. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, in that, in that, I mean, it is a joke, of course. It's, it's for services to sycophancy, by and large. There, there are a few people who, who do need to be honoured, um, but by and large, it's for you, the big prizes. I mean, the little people who actually do a bit of work, they get, they get honoured, but the big prizes always go to the usual suspects. You As know, they seem to have. The, the, odd, the, the odd police chief who, 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 who proved to be um, redder than red, etc., etc., but, but what was interesting was on the celebrations yesterday in, in wherever they, they held them in the exhibition centre, don't they? Yeah. Uh, which, you know, is, is an event for civic leaders. You, you now find that according to the government, some civic leaders are less civic than others. Oh, yeah. Now, so long hair, Lang Kwok Hong wasn't invited. <coughs> I know he makes a demonstration every time he goes there, and he gets hassled but out. He's an elected, elected but elected. interestingly, this year, Claudia Mo was also excluded, um, apparently, because she's been associating with undesirable people. But the real <laughs> issue at stake here yeah. is the fact that people who are elected to the legislature have a status given to them precisely because they're elected to the legislature. They're representatives of the people. And if the government's decided that some elected people are less elected than others, that's, that, that changes the, the terms of dialogue quite significantly. Yeah, so I was, I was... Even I was a bit shocked by that, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's our last chance now to let Danny join us, because it's his last uh, back chat tomorrow. So uh, We'll be celebrating. Uh, interesting to hear, um, Steve, you, you were talking about Claudia Mo, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, mean, I have to say... Um, Back chat hat off for a moment. It does seem very bizarre. If you're going to draw, I mean, in a sense, you can understand why it's they so exclude uh, so Lung Kwok Hearn. I mean, you may no, or may I not agree with it. I but, can't understand. He's, well, a, he's, a, he's an elected. If they're going to choose one person, they're most.
slightly to choose the person oh, yeah. who's going to shout inside. And he so, wouldn't have as much fun if they let him in. <laughs> yeah, he would never admit that. Um, but you would have thought they'd have a long list they'd have to go down excluding people before they got to Claudia Mo. Uh, we will be asking her to come on back chat tomorrow. Well, let's see. I mean, we don't know whether she's available. Um, but mm. if she's... Is she, is she Obviously, available she didn't chat? exclude herself, so she can't <laughs> so give you the she, reasons. She might exclude herself from yeah. back chat tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, that's not she wouldn't ma- dare to do that, <laughs> uh, that's, sure. that's not our main topic, but it obviously is something of interest, and if she is available, um, it's, it's, we'll it's, it's ask well her interesting time. one because we've seen it, haven't we? The visit, the, the visit to Shenzhen, they they weren't allowed in. Uh, the, the blinking well, thing still, in Malaysia. There's still a blacklist of, of of legislators who cannot freely travel within their own country. <sighs> um, you, you would also think it's not the Hong Kong government's decision to exclude Claudia Mo. Um, who knows? Well, I wouldn't have thought oh, that. I, I mean, but 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 you know, but that's that is the problem now. Is where is that line? You say it probably wasn't the Hong Kong government's decision. It was them, of mm. course, who, who who actually have the mechanical task of issuing the invitations. So well, to what extent does the Hong yeah. Kong government, day by day, any longer control the yeah. affairs of the Hong Kong I, I, I tell you again, not with my back chat hat on, but as... Um, author of a book on basic law which I'm updating there's going to be a larger section in the liaison office on that um, as, a, as, teacher, as teacher of basic law I'm seriously considering adding the liaison office to the syllabus for coming years I mean when we teach these things we don't, we're not talking about what's right or wrong we deal with the realities so and the reality is that uh, a liaison office is now playing an Where else in the in world do you have what looks like a good bunch of laws etc etc and a structure and you've got this little annex sitting at the side forget China, where else in the world that kind of thing the, the, mm. the guy is the power behind the throne, if you like. I think that's... In all dictatorships, is yes. the answer. I, I think that bears further, further research. That there, may, mm. there may be other examples. There may not be pleasant mm. ones, It'd but there may be other examples. Well, anyway. there, are, there are, actually. I mean, I, just yeah. be, because I'm obsessed by the <laughs> Soviet Union. Of course, the Soviet Union had so-called autonomous regions. Oh, yeah. And they had separate laws, allegedly, for the autonomous regions. And guess what? <laughs> there was a liaison office. But well, we're not quite in the same situation as no, those. No, so. no, no, no. This is. I, 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 I know what you're admit, talking about, yes. It, it, I mean, it, there was the Ukrainian a, Soviet Socialist Republic and so on, which was, no, no, had its own no, seat at the United even, Nations and so there was on. Even, but, no. there, was even, there was a Jewish autonomous region in the old Soviet Union. Yeah. I mean, there, there were all sorts of stuff, weird stuff going on there, yeah. which was honoured in the form but never in the substance. What and was some so people special? are saying that's about the same as the basic law. What was so special about these regions that they were allowed, because we always know why. Hong Kong's allowed to have its little bit of fun in the sun because there were things that they want. What was the what was the speciality well, of those, these? Those those were mainly set up in the 1920s, and they were purely set up for propaganda reasons. That 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 the Soviet leadership deemed that it was a good idea to to convey the impression that they were giving autonomy to this group and to that group and right. to the other group. So it's not that very different. Really. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to uh, on, on, on back chat tomorrow, our main focus will be on the national security law, which um, you would have thought they were almost trying to boost um, turnout on the July you, 1st rally. Did you double take <laughs> when you saw that? Yes, it went bing, up it came on the app yesterday morning. Yeah. It shows how secure they must have been. Either they don't care about Hong Kong or how secure they must have been in knowing the turnout was going to be relatively low anyway, because if you were worried about these things you wouldn't choose that day to announce it um, but they're not worried that's um, why the white paper was announced a couple of days before last year yes, it was well, just a like, stir the pot boys but the white paper had an impact on I mean no, 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 more people on the rally last year because of the white paper whereas oh, they well, weren't perhaps they learned they their lesson history. last year do it on the day not before the day and then, you, and then you'll get a different reaction. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, of course, C.Y. Lung was prepared, wasn't he? Because he came out almost immediately and oh, said that it's <laughs> not going to be implemented in Hong Kong. Yes. Um, and it does, it, it 
does seem sort of impossible that it could be directly in, um, implemented. But still, there are all kinds of issues. And does it mean that they're going to look more seriously at Article 23? Although, CY Logue said the present term government has no intention to in- implement Article 23. The present term government only has two years left. So um, there you go, Steve. We, um, yeah, but he did act. He, he did act. The he did add. Sorry, the Weasley caveat. Uh, 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 unless situation changes. Yeah, but realistically, Steve, they're not going to do it in the next two years. I... It would take them that long to... Um... You heard it here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I get it all, all, all I can say is, um, this is just before you came in, you were probably um, doing much more important things, but, but you know, it is significant that the two communist newspapers, Dagon Bao and Wenwei Po, are very heavily agitating for introduction of this law, and they don't ed- do that because somebody there has just woken up in the morning and said, oh, I've got a great idea, let's run an article about this uh, particular piece of legislation. They do it under instruction, and there's a reason for that. Anyway, these are the sort of things we'll be discussing tomorrow morning, so do um, send us an email of your your thoughts about it. Final Final one, one, and then Phil, uh, back to it, takes its usual break over the summer, you're going to be filling part of the gap, aren't you? Part of the gap. Working harder than ever. I'm a gap filler, me. That's what (laughs) I do, (laughs) apparently. You'll be able to see uh, Phil joining in at nine o'clock in the morning, right? Nice one, Danny, yeah at nine o'clock and before that Peter Lewis with his new programme called Biz Extra Book we'll find out more about that Steve thanks very much as always we'll talk next week